It's Wednesday, November 28, 2018. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. Well, Saturday begins the first day of Advent, the season for which the body of Christ prepares for Christmas, the coming of Christ the Messiah. The word Advent is derived from the Latin word for coming, and Advent is a season of great promise and great expectation. The Advent hymn, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, is one of the favorites of my family, and it says this, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile here until the Son of God appears. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. In this season of Advent, that we wait with expectation for the Son of God to appear, the promised one has come to usher in a time of God's patience and forbearance with sinners, giving them the opportunity to repent and trust in His Messiah, Jesus the Christ. The story of Christmas was captured by the gospel writers, but it began in Genesis with a promise, a promise made to rescue. When we lead our families to the truth of our need for God's provision of rescue, we lead them to truly celebrate the coming of the rescuer, Jesus Christ. So in light of these truths, we at Lifeline developed a set of 25 beautifully designed Advent cards to provide our families and friends with a simple tool to assist them in leading their families to recognize how Christmas is a part of God's great plan. And as a part of this Advent guide, we, will, we have decided to transform the Defender podcast for the month of December. Each day beginning Saturday, this Saturday on December the 1st, and culminating on Christmas Day, we will have an Advent podcast that will move along with these cards and add an additional devotional thought as we prepare our hearts for the coming of Christ. The Defender Podcast Advent Edition will come every morning, including Saturdays and Sundays, to help lead us to the birth of Jesus. You can visit www.lifelinechild.org backslash advent to download the cards and join us each day as we anticipate the coming of Emmanuel, God with us. And so Dr. Rick was able to sit down with Lynn Beckett, one of Lifeline's post-adoption team members, to address how to best equip children from hard places as we prepare for Advent and for the holidays with the hectic schedules that we have in December. So we hope that this interview with Lynn Beckett by Dr. Rick will help you prepare for Advent for your families. All right, welcome again to the Defender Podcast. This is Rick Morton. Have the opportunity today to um, to have the special treat to sit down with Lynn Beckett. Lynn is part of our education team here at Lifeline. Many of you that are listening to the podcast know Lynn from uh, time that she spent with your family in post adoption support uh, as part of the team. And, and Lynn's one of the one of the great joys of our team um, here. And so, what, Lynn, I'm I'm really excited to sit down with you today. Thanks for thanks for joining me. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Well, we um, today we're going to talk a little bit about the holidays um, and recognizing that the holidays can be a great source of joy, but also a little bit of a challenge for 
families with kids coming from hard places. Um, I know that for our family, we've um, we found negotiating the holidays to be a bit of a challenge at times. Um, and I know that's a subject that you've spent a lot of time thinking about and, and helping families and talking through with families. And so we just want to, um, to have an opportunity to um, talk about that in a forum that will allow our families to get some tips um, maybe for um, how they how they negotiate this holiday season. That's right, Rick. It can be a really stressful time for any family, um, but when we add in children who are coming from trauma, from difficult places, children who may have sensory issues, special needs, children where predictability is very important, uh, there are some additional challenges mm -hmm. to making that Merry Christmas be merry. So why don't you go a little deeper with that? I'd, I'd love for you just to, to talk a little bit about why the holidays are so difficult. You know, because we, we think about this being such a, such a fun time and a family time and a, and a time of, you know, of, of even great, you know, spiritual in, introspection and time to focus on the birth of the mm -hmm. Lord and, you know, all those things that are, that are great. But, but we, you know, all of us can kind of confess probably to a little bit of anxiety or a little bit of, you know, a little bit of difficulty. But why is it so difficult for, for kids that have, that have gotten off to a rough start in life? Right. I think that for many of our children, as I mentioned earlier, predictability is so important. And so our children are, um, have difficulty managing transitions and unexpected schedules, having new things added into their weekly routine can really throw our kids for a loop. So one of those things that um, I encourage families to do is to really think through the holiday season and to think through their children's needs. And it may be that you have to alter or adjust some of the things that you're going to do so that you can keep that predictability in their schedule. We know that predictability provides trust and security for our children and helping them with those transitions transitions that we even think of as fun. So getting out of school for a two-week Christmas vacation sounds like a fun transition, but for our children who are used to that routine of the school schedule, it can really throw them for a loop, and there can be meltdowns during the day. So I encourage parents to think about that and try to maintain routines as much as they can, even in the midst of the crazy hustle and bustle of the season. You know, I think Denise and I even realized along the way that even things that are as simple as, as like gift giving at Christmas can, can be a source of difficulty for our kids. And it was the surprise and the unknown that, that our, our kids, part of, you know, part of that need for foundation and that need for stability is is an expectation of what's coming next and so what we you know intuitively would think is man this is the greatest thing in the world we're going to be able to give one of our kids a surprise that, that many times that's met with anger it's met with disappointment it's met with um with a and it's and it's just dysregulation manifesting itself what I, what we've what we've really learned is that our kids aren't they're not mad they're not you know they're not dissatisfied what what they are is is they're they're uneasy because there's been a surprise and they don't do surprises very well and and so it squeezes out as something that looks negative and that we we honestly Lynn we found that that's 
that starts a spiral sometimes in our home when we're not careful about that, that those things just kind of build upon each other and increase the tension. That's right, because a parent can sometimes receive that as ingratitude from the child, and then that can trigger the parent um, because so much has been poured into thinking through that special gift, that special something for the child, and then to be met with that reaction can really throw a parent for the loop. So I think parents need to be aware that the Christmas season can bring a lot of conflicted feelings for our children, for our adopted children, and especially for our children who are in foster care. There can be that confliction of joy and pain, happiness and sadness, um, excitement, but with that excitement, that anxiety that you talked about. So helping your children uh, sort through those confusing feelings uh, can help parents navigate those emotional ups and downs. So let me let me take you in just a little bit of a different direction for a second, but there's a question that kind of occurs to me. So what advice would you give to us as parents about us? Because I think I think you pointed out something that's really significant that that many times that that declining spiral um, starts because because we receive what we're what we're hearing and what we're seeing from our children, and and we see that as as criticism or disrespect or you know or, or rejection or disappointment. So like for a dad like me, I, you know we we have the Disney the Disney World story right, the happiest place on earth, and realizing that it wasn't very happy for our right. family. Right. Um, and 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 as a parent, that can be kind of difficult. Um, so what would you say to parents about how, how do we need to practice self-care? How do we need to think about um, who we are in this process for our kids? Right. I think one thing that comes to mind in talking about that is um, communicating with your family about what is an important Christmas moment for you what says Christmas to you? When I asked my children that, I was surprised that they were very simple things. And that gave me the freedom to cut out some of all the extra things that I felt compelled to add into the season. Some of the extra ba baking, some of the extra decorating um, that I learned wasn't necessary to make Christmas happy for my family. So taking things and making them simpler, I think, communicating with your children what is important to you in the Christmas season. Definitely helping your children know what to expect as they go into special church programs or special social gatherings like parties, letting them know who is going to be there, letting them know what is going to happen what behaviors you expect from your children as they're in that social gathering. And then I think also allowing your child to say and communicate to you, mom, dad, this is too much, I need to go. Um, so that may be developing a family code word um, so that they don't have to explain where other ears may hear that they're overwhelmed and overstimulated and they need to go home. One of the things that I share with my families is, as you go into these social settings, have plan A and plan B. You may even take two cars so that if your newly adopted child needs to leave because they're overstimulated, one parent can go with them, but the rest of the family doesn't have to miss the fun. So I think those are some things that might de-escalate a parent's feeling of 
um, being overwhelmed or being disappointed when things don't go as they plan. Yeah, I think something else we kind of learned along the way with kids that were that were developing English learners mm-hmm. is that that also our kids didn't have words for some of that at, at, at times as well. And so you know, using um, you know, like using pictures, mm-hmm. using things to kind of show them and and to and to use a language that we could communicate in you know, to set expectations. I think also, you know, we learned, we have to be pretty proactive with the people that are around us as well to prepare them on some level for our kids. Absolutely. Um, because, you know, generally this is a time filled with family. It's sometimes family we don't see a lot during the year that yeah. we don't spend a lot of time with. Um, and intuitively, they want to connect with our families. They want to connect with our kids. But that can really be counterproductive to some of the things that we're doing on a, on a day-in and day-out basis to build safety and security and to, to foster attachment. So w- what advice would you have for families about how to maybe how to communicate with extended family or friends to sort of set the tone for um, how we do the holidays together? That, that is a great question. I think this is an, an excellent time to refresh your family and friends on where your child is coming from and the struggles that your child has to remind them that you may be parenting your child differently um, from other family members and letting them know how they can help you with that. Reminding them of the appropriate language that we're a family through adoption, that our child isn't a foster child, but a child in care. Uh, We refer to the birth family with that proper term. Um, letting, reminding them that she placed the child for adoption. She didn't give, the birth mother didn't give up the child for adoption. So building in those refreshers is great. And then looking for ways to help that family member connect with your child. Sometimes we give them all the don'ts and we don't give them any do's. Um, So if your child likes to cook, making sure that you connect grandma and child together in the kitchen where they can do a cooking project together or getting your child outside with grandpa to toss the football. So giving them ideas of things that your child is interested in and inviting those family and friends into those interests with your child. Also, it's a great time to set expectations. So if you're not going to be there for the entire family get together, letting them know the reason behind that um, so that they aren't disappointed when when you may be leaving the gathering early. That's awesome. I think, you know, another another thing that um, that we've kind of experienced along the way in this is and and this happens at every school break, whether it's Christmas break, whether it's summer break. we we thrive on routine. Um, we thrive on regularity. And as much as as much as school can be a difficult thing too, in some ways, the the rhythm that it causes us to be in is beneficial for us, and it's beneficial for our kids. Um, the the holiday season, you know, Christmas and New Year's tend to kind of be out of rhythm. Right? Yes, absolutely. And so, like, what would be some things that you would point out to families to say? Um, here are some things that you can do in order to to keep routine and to keep rhythm in the midst of 
um, a season where that's challenging. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that you use that term rhythm because obviously you're not going to have the same hourly schedule, but you can maintain that rhythm. So I would try as much as possible to keep the time of waking in the morning uh, the same, even throughout the vacation break. Make sure that you're having lunch at a time when they would normally be having lunch. Making sure that you keep that bedtime routine and that bedtime schedule on track, even during the holiday seasons. The temptation is to get lenient and to let them stay up later, um, but that can really throw our kids for a loop, and it's going to really benefit you and your child in the long run if everybody's on that same routine of regular eating and rest. You know, we have that sensory-rich schedule that we talk about where we want our children to have good food, good, good hydration, and good physical activity every two hours. Mm-hmm. And in the hustle and bustle of shopping and running extra errands and doing all that, sometimes we can miss meals and we can forget to rest. So being sensitive to that and making sure that even in the rhythm of the day, we're making sure we're meeting our children's physical needs um, through that, throughout the process. Yeah, trauma and neglect have biochemical consequences. Absolutely. And as much as you know, as much as we we don't really understand that a lot as as you know as lay people, mm-hmm. um, we see the effects of it when when one of those things kind of goes by the wayside, and and so mm-hmm. that's a great reminder. I think there's you know another thing that we we tried to do here at Lifeline to to try to help over the over the Christmas season um, is to prepare an Advent calendar and to prepare prepare Advent cards. Um, we found that to be really useful in our home, and I know others have to um, to really create a day by day celebration of the coming of Jesus um, and to give us a way to be able to explain that in really childlike. Um, kinds of ways. And so um, beginning after today on the podcast, uh, we'll we'll have a series that Herbie's going to be doing going through every day of Advent and, and kind of expanding upon uh, the set of Advent cards that, that we have created. We want to make those available to the folks that are listening to us. And so if you're, if you're one of our listeners and would, would want to participate in the Advent season with us, um, there is a downloadable set of cards. If you go to lifelinechild.org backslash advent. Um, there you'll find a page to be able to download a PDF copy, full color, um, of the entire Advent card season. Um, or for a suggested donation of $10, we'll send you a set of cards. What a deal, right? Like, that is awesome. You don't, have to, you don't have to print them. We'll send them to you. We'd love to. Um, but our, our real goal in that is, is we, we really want to create tools to help our families to be able to center Christmas on Christ. Um, and but, but what we've kind of found subjectively through that is this is a really great way to set a rhythm in your home. <laughs> Do it at the same time every night, kind of the same way, almost, you know, without being weird, build a ritual around it a little bit um, and and do something that creates positive expectation, you know, for your kids. It's negative expectation when they don't know what's coming next and it it raises up and dredges up anxiety. Mm -hmm. But when they know what's coming, 
and they know they know what the thing is they know what the surprise is they know what the connection point is that's one of those things that draws our kids more deeply in and really adds to our connection with them and so we just want to make that available and and love that we get the opportunity that the Lord gives us to share this with families and for us to, to do this together so um, please go to our website lifelinechild.org backslash advent and download uh, those advent cards Lynn has them I have them we, you know, we all use them with our families and in our homes, and, and we would um, we would just be honored if if you would do that as well. Well, so Lynn, as we as we wrap up today, um, just any final words, final thoughts, encouragements that you would um, give to families as as they launch out toward um, toward the Christmas season. I think that um, I am sobered when I think that so many of our children that come into our homes will for the very first time be hearing about our Lord Jesus and Savior and the birth of Christ. So I wanna to say to our families that there's no holiday tradition or ritual that is more important than their relationship with their child and taking that opportunity to share the gospel. Man, like you made me tear up. <laughs> We're sitting here about to cry, finishing the podcast. But but truly, I, I think you know the privilege that God gives us to be able to 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 love these children, to um, to to give them a hope and to give them a family, but most of all to show them Jesus. And what no better season, no better time. Um, the calendar of the world slants to mm. to that agenda, and and we get uh, an opportunity to participate in. Well, Lynn, thanks for joining me. Um, really excited to to be able to talk. If you uh, would like to know more, uh, there are several articles on our blog that Lynn has written about the holiday season and about normalizing vacations and those kinds of things with families. And so invite you to go to, uh, to our blog at lifelinechild.org. Um, we are incredibly thankful for you and excited um, about what the Lord is going to do in this, uh, in this Christmas season uh, in your family. And so again, I'm Rick Morton. It's been great to be with you today. Um, and thank you for joining us on the Defender Podcast. Well, thanks, Lynn and Dr. Rick. And as we said before, you can go to lifelinechild.org backslash Advent to download the Advent cards and to join us each day starting this Saturday as we anticipate the coming of Emmanuel, God with us. Again, during the month of December, we'll have two podcasts on Mondays as we will continue our Monday morning Bible study and call to prayer. And as well as having an Advent podcast that will hit every Saturday, Sunday, and Monday through Friday from December 1st to December 25th. And then after Christmas Day on December 25th, we will take a break from the Defender podcast beginning December 26th that will go all the way through January the 6th. And then we will resume the Defender podcast on Monday, January the 7th with our Monday morning Bible study. So as we prepare for Advent, let's go to God's word and the anticipation it brings for the Messiah. Isaiah chapter 40, verses 1 through 5. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that her warfare is ended and that her iniquity is pardoned, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice cries in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level and the rough places a plain. 
and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Remember, starting this Saturday, to join us for the Defender Podcast. Go to lifelinechild.org backslash advent to download these advent cards or to receive these beautiful cards in the mail. And also be praying for our team during the month of December as we have our Change One Life campaign, as we look to finish the year off with another $1.5 million in year-end giving to help the ministry end 2018 strong and begin 2019. So you can also go to lifelinechild.org backslash donate to be a part of the Change One Life campaign. Well, thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast. For more information or to connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Visit LifelineChild.org backslash Advent to download a free copy of Lifeline's Advent cards and join us beginning this Saturday, December 1st for the 25 Days of Advent. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel to you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again Saturday for day one of Advent on the Defender Podcast Advent Edition.